It's showtime. Is old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the coolest podcast ever, The Kenny Ho Show. How are you? I hope all is well. So, I've been back at work for a few days now, and yes, I am miserable, first of all. But secondly, feels like I've been living under a rock. What's new? Is anything going on in the world? What? 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 Putin and friends are doing what? I refuse to name this episode Putin and friends, but it sounds like a riveting good time, right? It sounds like a nice after-school special or a Saturday morning cartoons type of situation. But oh my God, it's definitely not that. Well, maybe for Putin and friends it is. It's like, oh my goodness, this is such a great time. That's not a Russian accent at all. I feel like that was... It started German and then finished, like, Scottish. Let's try that again. Da. Comrade. What is a Russian accent? What's wrong with me? What's happening? Hello, comrade. Welcome to WandaVision podcast. Oh, these were simpler times. Or those were simpler times. Times before war. Times when we could laugh at... Lukewarm jokes and admire Lizzie Olsen ability and beauty. Now I must storm Ukraine and I must break them. Oh, but first and foremost, before we get onto it, I just want it to be known. I just want to make sure that there's no confusion about any of this, that there's no ands, ifs, or buts about where I stand with any of this. I just want everybody to know, my heart doesn't go out to anybody. Thoughts and prayers do not pertain to anybody in the Ukraine or otherwise. Just in case there is any confusion or controversy surrounding the situation, I do not give a shit. I want to say I feel bad, but I don't. I don't feel good. I'm not that sinister. I'm not quite a monster. I'm just broken. Don't get me wrong. I'm sitting here right now baffled at this uh, being reality. I'm like, what? I feel like there's better things you can do with a a grand army. My God, work on cloning. Build the stormtroopers for real. Turn yourself into Palpatine's galactic empire. That, I'd back that shit. I would definitely better be red than dead if that's the case. But right now, this doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, why the hell do you want to invade Ukraine? Are there, quote-unquote, weapons of mass destruction, a.k.a. a ton of oil over there? Like, what's the point? Don't you have a country where, like, most of your people are starving and such? You should probably work on feeding them and, um, you know... 
not march on another country and I wanted to say put them out of their misery, but I don't know. Like, is Ukraine a good place? Are these people living their best lives? I feel like it's probably not great. Like, I've heard people say they want to, you know, move to Australia. They want to move to Hawaii. Uh, plenty of Americans are like, I want to move to Canada. Even Scandinavian countries, like, uh, the stuff I hear about those countries, like, uh, like, I don't know, like Sweden and stuff. Uh, I'm like, oh, that sounds like a, a cool place to live. You know, if I were Aryan race, I show up there, I'm still doing dishes in like uh, in a back alley like it were 1950 or something, right? But if I were Aryan race, sounds like a great place. Don't they have like free this, free that, like free uh, post-secondary and such? Sounds like a great place to live. Nobody's ever said, man, my situation, the Ukraine's way better. Oh, man, I'd love to go over there and live there. Sounds like that's the place to be. I've never heard anybody say that, so I gotta assume it's kind of like a shitty place. So what I'm saying is, you got two choices if you're in Ukraine. Hey, listen, it's just how the cookie crumbles. It's the hand you were dealt. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not saying it's great. I'm not saying this should even be happening, but... It is what it is. This was the hand you were dealt. And you got two choices here. You can either... It seems like, it, uh, from what I was watching on the news, they got you surrounded only in three places. So you got a fourth. It, I'm not sure if it's the side where like there are sharks and shit, but hey man, just like hope is not the shark from Jaws and uh, get yourself a really big boat. Like, get one of those party boats where there's usually a bunch of uh, bimbos shaking their butts and stuff. I mean, now might be a time to also splurge for the bimbos with the shaking butts. You never know, this might be it. Uh, but you can do without, I guess. Just have someone bring in the boat and, like, you and, like, 75 people. You know, it's time of war. 200 people, get your asses on that boat. Everybody split it. Don't worry about it. Like, 100 bucks a man, I'm sure you can afford a boat like that. Just just rent it for a couple of days. And then get the hell off of there. However it works. They only got three sides. You got a fourth. You might have to live like a sewer rat for the next few days. But at least you live. Or, you do what old Kenny would do. You just take that missile to the face. Just lay down, call it a day. What is the point? So what if you escape? So what if you find yourself some refuge in a new country? You're Then you're like a refugee. People gonna make fun of you. Not that you should care. But you gotta live in a refugee camp. Catch some lice. Catch some coronavirus, because that's still a thing. And maybe if you're like a studly Ukrainian, you catch a couple STDs. But if you're anything like me, you're just going to catch the first two. And a swift ass kicking by some local who doesn't want you in their country taking their jobs. You're still going to be a loser. You're still not going to have any hope for the future. You're still going to see all these pretty girls taking full attention to other guys. Whereas you sit on the sideline and eat shit for the rest of your life. Just stay where you are and hope the bomb takes you out quickly 
and painlessly. It's not the coward's way out. Going on will be the coward's way out. Oh, and if if you're anything like your comrades, you're just like stay in your house. Because like I was watching the news this morning and I saw uh, the a lot of these people's their plan uh, for safety and safe harbor. They search for that safe harbor in a subway station. I'm like, you guys are stupid. You just group yourselves into one convenient spot for these guys to march down and shoot the hell out of all of you guys. At least if you stay in your house, they got a house to house. They got to kick down doors. They got to get tired. You might like lock out. You might be like the guy uh, at noon and they're like, oh, we got to go for lunch. But when we come back, that's how somebody remember this house and nobody remembers that house. And after lunch, uh, you know, after these guys like drink a little vodka and uh, or a lot of vodka and uh, they come back. They're like, oh, did we get this house? Yeah, we got this house. Next house. You might survive. You might survive. But ain't nobody going to miss an entire goddamn subway station full of people, especially since the press is all around it. Even if they walk by there, ah, nobody's stupid enough to hide in a subway station. There are six uh, News 1 vans up front. They're going to have a look. They're going to be like, what's in here? And then the reporter's like, oh, like the, the survivors of the, the Ukrainian people are down there. It's like, now are they, comrade? Thank you very much. Here's bullet to face. Brap, brap, brap. And then he goes downstairs with all his comrades and go, oh, many Ukrainians, filthy Ukrainians. Brap, 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 brap. Uh, it sounded like Arnold showed up uh, for that last round there. But the one thing I noticed is I don't think most people understand what they're going through. People were on their phones. Uh, they were just hanging out. And there was one part where these guys were going to the ATM to get money to try to flee the country. To pay for that uh, sexy party boat, right? Uh, and like these people were just laughing. They were like talking, joking. I'm laughing. I'm like, I think it's because we're all desensitized say that three times fast desensitized uh to like shit like this from all the movies and netflix that we all watch and video games we play it's like there is no restart there is no do-over this is not just gonna blow over this is not uh some situation where tom cruise is gonna come in and fix it you know uh rambo is not showing up and as i said moments ago yeah when arnold shows up He's going to shoot you. He's not going to come save you. It's uh, Terminator 1, not Terminator 2, okay? So I think people really need to get it together and, like, not think this thing's going to blow over. Don't hide in a goddamn subway. Don't, don't like, uh, get, like, road trip money or whatever from the ATM. Like, do what you got to do and get the hell out of that country. Go to, like, a... Like a don't even settle for the next country if the next country is like also uh, not a military powerhouse or whatever. Go somewhere, go like find your way all the way down to Great Britain where the, the Russians are not invading Great Britain. There's no freaking way. They do that, they're triggering World War Three. Oh, it's gonna put me out of my misery, thank goodness. Oh, old Kenny Salvation, because it's gotta be nuke time, right? Oh, that nuke. You know that's the end time. Time's coming, baby. And I hope it's super swift. I hope I'm not a survivor. <laughs> I'm not ready for shit, that shit. Because I, what I wanted to say earlier was, listen, Ukrainians, it's okay, man. Like, you know how lucky you are 
where the option to get obliterated by a missile is? My goodness, that's many people's dreams. That's the fat, damaged loser with no future and four friggin' listeners on his almost decade-old podcast dream. But with that being said, I went to Costco the other day and got a shitload of hot dog buns and hot dogs. I I don't want to go out right now. Like, give it a couple weeks. It should take me like a week or two to finish all those hot dogs. But right now, my goodness, all those hot dogs are worth living for. So, don't put me out of my misery just yet. Don't trigger the World War III just yet. And while we're on that note, actually, friggin' hell, Trudeau, shut the hell up. Don't say nothing. Right now, I know all the leaders except for China. God damn it. They're, they're getting... You know, Chinese Canadians, Chinese Americans asses kicked because of this shit. They're the only ones who didn't come out and condemn this. They're like, Oh, what a brother Russia at war. Oh. Next question. But Canada, for the love of Christ, shut the hell up. Don't say nothing. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're going to have to say something. I know Namby Pamby Trudeau, he's going to come out and he's going to be like, This is such a horrible, horrible day. My heart goes out to the people of Ukraine and the surrounding countries. And to all my Ukrainian Canadians, I wanted to say, hang in there. We are here for you. We condemn Russia and their acts of terrorism, evil, and hostility. And then stop right there, Trudeau. You shut the hell up. Not another word. Don't be like, well, we're going to sanction you. We're going to take actions against you. We are now your enemy. Do not do that. Don't talk to them like an ally. I'm not saying better red than dead. You can think better dead than red. That's fine. But do not talk like an enemy. Don't talk like an ally, but do not talk like an enemy either. Just leave it at that. You condemn. You don't agree. Great. Why? Because the second you start taking sanctions, the second you start getting aggressive and hostile towards Russia, they might just send a missile. And see, I'm not against the missile, but you know the missile's not coming to Toronto. The missile is going up to Ottawa where Trudeau is. And the thing with Russian missiles, from what I understand, is they can shoot one of those bad boys across the ocean in less than 20 minutes, probably. and you might have your, uh, I mean, Canada certainly doesn't. Our military's ancient. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if we're still fighting with muskets, uh, to tell you the truth. Uh, but let's say uh, Big Brother, the United States of America, sends one of their, their anti-missile missiles. It turns out these Russian missiles have so many little decoy missiles that you can't even lock onto it. So we got a lock, sir, on... 200 missiles right now. 200 mini missiles. Okay, we're not stopping that. Best of luck, Trudeau. And that's the thing. It wipes out Trudeau in Ottawa. That does me no good. That just sends the entire rest of the country into some sort of crazy panic. One that will lead to people like looting shit and like society falling apart. And I'd still be alive. Meaning I have to go out there and try to wrestle me a couple cans of Chef Boy RD, and I'm soft. 
Maybe I can beat the shit out of a little old lady. Maybe I take some joy in that. Be like, ah, yeah, I am tough. But I'm telling you, the first person that's like not feeble and shit that stands in my way, I'm screwed. And it doesn't matter what color they are. If they're white, I know this guy skinned some cats in his day. It's gonna be a gruesome end for me. A big black guy, he gonna shoot me like I stole his drug money. Or just looked at him wrong. There's a lot of that going around in Toronto. So whatever it is you have up your sleeve, Trudeau, don't let it be some sanctions. Don't let it be, let's make them the enemy. Just shut the hell up. In fact, if they're like, we want your fine Canadian lumber. You send some there. Now, you don't have to do a good job. You don't need to send it in a nice, tidy little bow. In fact, you should uh, send it like, you know how sometimes uh, you get an Amazon package and it's done by someone who's really unprofessional and shit's just like all over the box. It's all like spilt out, not in its original package. You just do that. Make them feel real worthless and disrespected. Just send the lumber just like loose like that. But don't you, or just like chill in Toronto for the next few weeks after you, you sanction them. Preferably right near where I live so that uh, even if the missile doesn't hit me directly, like on me directly and explode me into a trillion pieces, at least like the impact, I'll be within the impact zone. Like it should cut me in half pretty quickly and pretty painlessly. Like let me, let me benefit from this somehow okay if you're gonna be a big man sugar daddy if you're gonna get killed for it let it be in a situation that old kenny can also call it a day so to recap if you're in ukraine i want to say my heart goes out to you but you know i don't i don't care And I wouldn't expect these guys to feel any different had the shoe been on the other foot and Canada was at war. I wouldn't expect the Ukrainians to be like, Oh, hearts go out to Canadians. No, I assume they'll be like, Oh no, we got our own problems. We live in Ukraine. Nobody wants to move here. Full disclosure, I recorded that a few days ago. um, And I gotta say, I back every single word I said. I feel nothing still. Even though despite, uh, oh, you know, some, uh, despite more footage coming out and the war progressing, which first of all, the hell is this horse shit where they're like, uh, this is not a war, this is a crisis. Uh, I don't know, two countries battling it out with guns and missiles and bombs and shit. Sounds like a war to me. I mean, the only technicality you're, you're getting off on is Is it really a war when one country just gets slapped up like this? Like, then Russia just, like, wrecks shit. They just, like, march right on in straight to the capital. And the best that Ukraine was able to do was, you know, kind of, like, make it not as smooth a transition. I imagine it's along the lines of how one company does a hostile takeover on another one, and the new one, you know, is not thrilled about it. And so the transition to become one mega company is slowed down because the former company is uh, butthurt and like, let's just do 
everything in our power. Let's let's throw this binder of paperwork at them. And even though they have a legion of lawyers, high-powered lawyers that crushed ours, let's make them go word for word on all of this legal documentation. Even though 97% of it is rhetoric, we're going to slow this thing down. Like, guy, you're just being petty at this point. It's over. Just take your stock options or whatever and get the hell out. Like, from what I understand, Ukraine got slapped up so hard where I was just like, yeah, you should probably just surrender. Oh, yeah, because uh, my mother called me while I was at work to tell me it was like the first uh, day of the, the, the crisis uh, in Ukraine. And she's like, man, it was heartbreaking. Uh, they were showing footage of uh, a soldier going to war and he's kissing his, his daughter goodbye. He's kissing his wife goodbye and they're all crying. And uh, it was really heartbreaking. And I stood there and I'm like, this heart you speak of. Where and what does it do exactly? Because I feel nothing right now. I mean, I can empathize. I mean, that's shitty. Like, I wouldn't want to be in that position. You know, I wouldn't want to be the little girl, you know, kissing her daddy goodbye. I know for a fact there'll never come a day where I have a wife and kid that I'm crying to kiss goodbye, you know? Uh, A, I'm not... I want to say lucky. I'm not that lucky. But am I really lucky to be like tied down with a ball and chain and uh, an unwanted pregnancy who, you know, I dropped the ball and let get to term? I mean, if I'm thinking about it, if I let it get that far, if I let the girl talk me into keeping the child or that I didn't leave in the middle of the night, you know, whether through the window without her knowing or, oh, yeah, I'm going for that pack of smokes. Bitch, you have no idea. I've been prepping for this for five years. This plan has been in fruition. This plan has been in the works for years. Since, like, episode, like, 200 of the Kenny Ho Show. Here's 10 grand. I'm gone. Now, if I like to get that far, it have to be Kristen Crook. She would have, like, something bad must have happened, you know? Like, the canceling of the burden of truth really got to her, and she really, like, started making bad decisions to hurt herself and like you know ended up with my child because in that situation i would let the kid get to term i'm like now i'm your problem Kristen. like it's this is your life now because you know how like chicks will uh tie a dude down by like getting knocked up and the guy if he's not like a heartless son of a bitch if he's not a real old kenny he'll uh he'll stick around this is that but in reverse Kristen thinks she's just having a series of bad dates that um, culminates with her being jooked by the most homely man in sports entertainment today in the lowest form of media there is, podcasts. And she's like, you know what, after that, I feel like I've paid my price. I've paid my dues for Letting burden of truth fall apart like this. I deserve this fate. But now it's time to pick myself up and move on and get me a new show. I paid my price. It's time to begin again. But little does she know, old Kenny poked a bunch of holes. And old Kenny's been disguising himself as the mailman, delivering her quote-unquote pregnancy tests 
but they're just props. Old Kenny made a bunch of fakes so that every time she took the test, it said, No, you're not pregnant. Until it was too late to abort. Until it was either at least completely unethical, if not illegal, to abort. So she has to go through with giving birth to the demon spawn. And then old Kenny reappears in her life. And then she calls up old Kenny, being like, Okay, I'll take you up on that offer. And old Kenny will be sitting in his rich man leather chair, in his Hugh Hefner robe, with his fine Cuban cigar, which in the States would be very impressive, but in Canada, like, you can get a fine Cuban cigar for, like, next to nothing. Uh, but... Old Kenny will be sitting there huffing and puffing his $4.99 Cuban cigar going, <laughs> Look who comes crawling back, bitch. What the hell was I saying? How did I get onto this topic? Oh, yeah, like the, the soldier kissing his wife and child goodbye. Listen, I'll never be in that position because did you just hear this scheme I came up with? Holy shit. There's no way I'm that uh, capable, first of all, and dedicated to anything where I'm I'm making props and fake it, like finding a way to get a, a mailman outfit and like I guess like holding the real mailman hostage for the the three months I guess uh, to make all this work. That's listen, it's it's not happening, not even for Kristen. But let's say I were somehow in that situation i wouldn't be kissing them goodbye i'll be like i'll pretend to kiss them goodbye and then like five minutes later there's a getaway car over in the next street and me Kristen, and the unwanted child well no not so much unwanted more like the key to me having Kristen crook uh man we're gone we're leaving i'm defecting there's no way there's no way i'm going to war I'm soft. I like how how did I I guess they're desperate. They're like you're a man, I'm like, technically I guess. All right. Good enough for Ukrainian army. Get in. I'm like why am I here for the with the Ukrainian army first of all? I guess like Kristen Crook would be so ashamed of the the life uh that she would be leading that she's like we got to go to we got to go Ukraine where where nobody knows our name. We can just like you know, I can just slum it there, you know? Now listen, bitch, why are you afraid what people think of you? You're friends with Allison Mack. People already don't think highly of you, and people really don't think highly of her. And do you think she cares? No, she's probably, uh, you know, dreaming about getting juked by Keith Raniere. She's having a grand old time in prison. But I digress. I was watching just now, there's like a sort of like emergency summit or something uh, that hasn't happened in 40 years. And um, I didn't really hear what the Ukrainian guy said, but he's like, well, now my colleague from Russia, uh, keep all this in mind as he speaks. And then I'm like, oh, this is, this is interesting. The guy from Russia is here too? Awkward. And the guy went on there and th- this dude... The amount of, like this is why you can't believe anything anybody says. The amount of horse shit that is out there. The amount of corporate spin. Like people tell you man, people talk so much shit. People talk so much bullshit. 
Like, if you're ever out there talking to someone and you're like, this sounds like corporate spin, you better believe that's what that is. Like, do not doubt yourself in that moment. Know that it's the other person who's being disingenuous. Because this dude was holding the line, the Russian line. Now, I, I don't blame him. I'm sure, like, his family's in danger if he doesn't say what he's told, right? So, he had to do what he had to do, but holy shit. The stuff that was coming out of his mouth, like... I actually tuned out after like the first couple sentences because it was so unbelievable. He just went up there. He's like, there are so many lies and fake news going around right now. I'm like, anybody who's uh, using the term fake news in an official setting, you know how you learn in school? Uh, well, this isn't uh, this is in the streets. You can't talk like that. This is like a formal presentation. You can't have that in a formal presentation. Anyone who's using fake news in a formal presentation, you gotta disregard. You gotta disregard this guy. Why? Because of the guy who came up with fake news. Or at least the guy who had a team of guys come up with fake news and he just used it on TV. And every single formal presentation, right? Every single formal setting. This man was trying to justify uh, what was happening. He was trying to justify that they were in the right to go and invade Ukraine. And I don't know the details. As I said, I tuned out. I'm like, I, I don't know what this guy is saying anymore. I, I was I was completely caught up in the first couple things. And I'm like, this has to go on Kenny Ho's show. This is so crazy. Like, I thought I was a good bullshitter. I'm like, well, I, I, I do create Kenny Ho shows out of thin air. I just turn on a mic and just say things. And uh, so far, so good. My, well, minus the complete and utter lack of ratings but i think the quality of the show is there it's a it's a fun show with uh, uh fun things that are said that's my story and i'm sticking to it anyone telling you otherwise is fake news that is a fake news but my goodness it turns out i'm not even that good of a bullshitter not compared to this guy i'm like how could you like Go up there and say, this is completely justified. They wronged us first. That's why this invasion is happening. Eh? And, and, oh, these, nobody's dying. We're just, like, taking out the trash. I'm like, so you're saying the Ukrainian people are trash? Because it seems like people are dying. I mean, I'm telling I don't know the details. Like, maybe they were right to invade. I have no idea. But if that's the case, man up and say... Yeah, we invaded these sons of bitches. They did this and this to us. They had it coming. And I wouldn't even say, oh, it's a crisis. I'd be like, yeah, we're at war. And we wiped the floor with these sons of bitches. We're badass. If that's what's going on, say that's what's going on. Or if you're trying to rebuild the USSR, then tell people we're rebuilding the USSR. Anyone who used to be part of the USSR... You might want to do a little prep work because we wiped the floor with these guys. We went through them like they were nothing. You might want to do a little bit better and not look like a complete damn foo. Uh, have the czar thinking, uh, what the hell are we doing? These guys are soft. Do I want them a part of my grand USSR? Nah, there's, there's some sexy girls in the Czech Republic. Let me just, yeah, let's go invade them. I'm telling you, what's wrong with being upfront about this stuff? The worst that people seemingly are going to do to you has already happened. Like, uh, uh, do you believe this bullshit? Like the sanctions? 
What the hell is that doing? You think, do you think for a second that Putin's like, oh, I hope they don't sanction us. Like, that's going to really, really stop us here. I'm pretty sure that dude, I'm pretty sure they looked at it and they're like, okay, what is realistically going to happen here? Oh, the rest of the world's just going to cut off the money coming to us. We already have enough money. You know how filthy rich some of us here are? You know how many filthy billionaires live here? Like, we're good. I have plenty of billionaires in my pocket. Like, what the hell did the rest of the world... Oh, yeah, we're we're sanctioning Russia. We're going to cut them off. They're not going to have... I remember some lady talking about it yesterday. It's like, oh, yeah, there's such a huge blow towards them. Some Something called SWIFT. I'm like, how is Taylor a part of this? Like, listen, are they going to weaponize Swifty? They're like... All right, Swifty, we know you, like, just get, like, juked left, right, and center. You're, you're like, a low-key hoe, so why don't you, why don't we sneak your ass, your Aryan race ass, into Russia, and then you go date Putin and talk him out of this, yeah? And then, of course, because she is Aryan race, you better believe, like, a, a year or two from now, Putin's out of the picture, but it's all hail Taylor Swift. She's taken over as the new dictator. She's even more ruthless. She's like, I'm so mad from all those guys who humped and dumped me. Gas them all! I'm like, listen, Mitch, I didn't hump you. You better not mean Asian people, because, like, listen, I will defect back to China. Let's speak of China. Like, it looks like they got their eyes on Taiwan, right? Again, they bet, and when, I'm assuming they're going to invade, when they invade, they better not be, like, Oh, yeah, you know, these guys wronged us. Um, they occupied, you know, what's rightfully ours for a long time. Yeah, they had a, you know, we're, we're the victims. They better not say no shit like that. They better be like, at least on Twitter. They don't need to, like, straight out come out and say it, but at least on Twitter, they better, like, you know, at Taiwan, hey, look at what just happened to Ukraine. Taiwan, you're next. I mean, I'm telling you, if if the Twitter account for the Republic of China is cutting wrestling promos, you better believe I'm following them and getting ready to defect back there. A part of me feels like this is all going to lead to World War Three, but then, like as I said, those uh, the reaction by the rest of the world to Ukraine getting completely annihilated and run over was, yeah, don't worry, we'll uh, we'll cut off the money. That'll hurt them. We're going to hit them where it hurts. At the bank. Like, my guy, the, the missiles have already been paid for. The bullets and the guns have already been bought. It's not like these guys put their shit on layaway. It's like, oh, damn, we we're three payments away from getting those guns. Ah, damn you sanctions. No, man, they already got the shit. Well, speaking of which, speaking of bullets and uh, missiles and shit, that's also part of the corporate spin. That's why in 2022, everybody's so soft, especially me, because they feel like, I feel like they're saying this because they feel like everybody's got too delicate a years to hear bombs. They're like, the shelling of Ukraine. I'm sitting there. I'm like, what the hell does that even mean? Am I missing something here? What do you mean the shelling of, of Ukraine? Do you mean like the bombing of Ukraine? Do you mean the Russians are... Filling these guys up with lead? Is that what's happening? Is that what shelling means? And if it does mean that, why the hell are you using that term? It is... 
it, it, it makes it seem like they're not doing something horrible. It seems like whatever they're doing, it's like, oh, they're just, you know, throwing some, some flowers down there. They're throwing some seashells to make Ukraine prettier. That's the, like, tell me if I'm wrong, but that's the image I get in my head when I hear that. If not for all the, the videos of guys going around blowing up buildings and, uh, and, you know, like, wasting these guys. I would, uh, just from the word shelling, I'm like, so is that a bad thing? Like, are they becoming better friends? Is the new USSR going to be a, a, a nice, friendly experience? A wonderful super friends, rainbows everywhere type of alliance? Is that what's going to happen? Because that makes me sick. Come on. Let's go. Let's don't shell anybody. Let's nuke everybody. Let's call it a day. And I think that's like I woke up yesterday and uh, uh, the news was saying, oh, yeah. So Putin's uh, activated or alerted uh, his uh, nuclear arms uh, people. I'm like, oh, we're going there this fast. I don't even care. Even if I woke up tomorrow uh, and I looked out the window, I'm like, oh, what is that mushroom cloud there? What's this? uh, What's a ripple wave coming towards me? Oh, I better quickly regret how I live my life. I do that every single day. I'm ready to go. See, I'm telling you, that would that would be the rough part. Like, uh, if you if you see some of this footage, like some of the Ukrainian buildings, they just have like one big hole in it. I'm like, well. I live in an apartment building. If uh, if they shot a missile and it hit like my neighbors, but like I still live, I'm like, come on, guys! My neighbors happen to love their lives. They lead their best lives. Well, since you don't know my neighbors, you know I, I don't feel like I'm airing their dirty laundry. But um, like the the girl, gorgeous, like gorgeous Brazilian girl. She's like 11 feet tall though, so that's why I've never like even made a move on her. And then she got married. I'm like, oh, okay, well, she's a married woman. I'm not a mailman. I can't, like, go and do her despite her marital status. Um, and I'm only doing the fake mailman thing if I'm in a situation to bamboozle Kristen Crook into a life of misery and poverty. Um, yeah. You know, with me. Uh, but with the the Brazilian chick, no, I left her, left her be. Uh... And as I said, she's gorgeous and like really nice and friendly and cool and stuff. But yet her husband still like was cheating on her. I'm like, wow, some people just have it good, right? So uh, I don't know about the girl, but that guy's clearly living his best life. He's like joking one hot Brazilian one day and like another one the next, right? Uh, so I'm like, man, guys, if you go shoot that missile, shoot right here. Just wipe me out, all right? Because that's where I'll be. I'll be in my home. There's no way. Like if there's a if, if war broke out here. There's not a chance in hell I'm going to go into the subway system, right? I'm not going to try to swim across uh, Lake Ontario to anywhere, you know? There are no sharks in Lake Ontario, but uh, I have hood tendencies. I can't swim. Like, I'll, I'll go, like, 15, 16 seconds. And you know how, like, in front stroke, you just turn your head and you breathe? Uh, well, I was never good at front stroke, so... Uh, I assume the first time I turn to breathe, I'll just breathe in a bunch of water and then die like 30 seconds later. So what? And it's cold out. My goodness. I'm swimming that water. What am I like? White and privileged and doing the polar bear dip. Come on. No, no. I, I'm chilling at home and hoping that nuclear nuclear fallout hits me. 
And I better die. I better not turn into a goddamn mutant like uh, in Fallout. Those guys are immortal. The guy was like 400 years old. The salesman from the beginning of Fallout 4. That guy, you find him later on and he's a mutant like 400 years later. That is the ultimate uh, tragedy in all of this. If old Kenny turned into a mutant that was immortal. I'm like, what? I was hoping this war would end my life now. Instead, like an evil genie, it took my words and twisted it. And now I live forever even more hideous than I usually am. Curse you, Putin. And what do you know? Like after two weeks uh, after starting recording this episode, I have yet to release it. Uh, so plenty more time to... I mean, this, this one, I fluked it out. It kind of makes sense because it's an ongoing war. More things are happening. Things are unfolding. So... Why not have it, you know, kind of more up to date, right? So the latest that I'm hearing, at least that I paid attention to, is that, you know how everybody's like fleeing mostly to Poland, I guess? And why wouldn't they? Because from what I understand, the Polish people are being real awesome. Like some of them are like offering people uh, their houses and like spare rooms in in their place, Uh, you know, People are, like, bringing whatever supplies they can to the refugee camps or whatnot. And uh, so, you know, it sounds like a happy-go-lucky... Well, I mean, as happy-go-lucky as wars get. Uh, but I guess the brighter side of this war is this. It's like, oh, there are some good people left on this world. Um, not everybody's a complete dingbat. But there still are. You know, I come out and I say things... Uh, very, very racist and sexist things, but these are generalizations, of course. Anyone uh, that knows what's what knows every single race on this planet has their good and their bad people. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, the... You know, this world's very black and white. They're, you know, people tend to ignore the other races, but let's use them for example right now. Why not? I'll play along. You know, uh, people say white people are super racist and black people are all criminals. Listen, plenty of, uh, there are plenty of white criminals and plenty of black people that are cool. But those stereotypes are there for a reason because they're true to whatever extent, right? And so uh, this whole, and why I bring that up is because this whole scenario with uh, Ukraine, of course, most people are just going about their daily lives and then Russia decides to invade them. Those people are the victims in this. I understand, of course. But doesn't mean every single Ukrainian person is cool. In fact, I dare say much like every other race is probably 50-50. You probably got a shitload of dingbats, shitload of weasels, shitload of pricks, and then a bunch of nice people, a bunch of decent people. I'm sure you heard about this. Uh, You know, when they're crossing the border, I don't know, somebody apparently is like, running the show there you can't just like you know run for your lives across this border like people are uh i guess sending you across in orderly fashion and when i say you i mean uh white ukrainians uh the guys who are uh well they're saying black and brown but i assume uh asians and uh, anything that uh isn't a white ukrainian probably also uh, gets sent to the back of the line which makes no goddamn sense they're going across by foot, right? It's not like you got yourself uh, like a truck where you, you can only fit like 20 people at a time. We're like, oh no, 
why people first, why Ukrainians first. Like, they're just going over by foot. Send as many as you want, as long as there's not a cap over in Poland. Which, I mean, what at this point, I'm sure the Polish people are like, yeah, we probably don't want the entire population of Ukraine here. But what the hell are we going to do? They're fleeing. We're not going to be dicks about it. Come, come, come all, you know? Some of y'all might be, like, living on the streets, but at least, like, the bombs aren't going to fall on you over here. Not yet, anyway. Give it a couple weeks, right? But this is a perfect example of why I hate people. And I know it's not fair, because as I said, it's not all the Ukrainian people that are operating. Like, this is just some of the people who are, I guess all the people who are holding, it's just the people who are calling the shots at uh, the border there. And I'm sure there's a bunch of douchebag ones who agree. They're like, yeah, black guy, we'll pick some cotton in the back of the line, right? I'm sure there's uh, a few of those uh, uh, even uh, who are fleeing. But this is why I just don't feel for these people. I'm like, in a time like this, you're going to be petty and racist? My goodness, what is the difference if... These guys wait in the back of the line for a few days, like, or as opposed to going right now. As I said, there's going by foot. This is why I don't feel for these people, because it's all fine and dandy. It's all cool when they need help. They're like, help us, help us, everybody. Oh, we're so innocent. We're being invaded by the evil Russians. We did nothing. Help us, help us. We're your brothers and sisters. We're all one family. And then everybody comes to their aid. You know, whether it's uh, the surrounding countries taking them in or every country around the world sending money, sending supplies, sending weapons, all this stuff. But these are the same people, however many of them, who at a drop of a dime dare and have the cojones to be like, listen, black guy who's also fleeing the country, who's also in the exact same position as us, who's also living in fear of getting bombed to death or shot up by a soldier like us, you're less than us. Get your ass to the back of the line. Uh, and then the black guy's like, yo, we're brothers and sisters. And these guys like, no, you're animal. Get to the back of the line. You ain't white, so therefore you ain't right. That's why I'm disconnected. I don't care. The only thing I care about is, oh, shit. Prices for everything were already really high. Look at this gas shit, man. It's uh, $2 a liter. My God. That might end up like costing me food on my, my table. And that's what the real tragedy here. I was out of that. I was like, hey, man, just drop some bombs on them. I don't care. Let God sort them out. They're not all bad, as I said, but I ain't got time to sort them out. That's the good Lord's job. Me, I'm just trying to get by. Me, I'm just trying to put as many delicious meals on my family's tables as I possibly can before it's all said and done. Which could be months from now. Depends how sideways this thing goes, right? Because I was talking to my dad. I'm like, these guys have nukes, right? He's like, yep. I'm like, well, if they nuke, I hope they, they aim, they drop one in Canada or at least New York. If they're gonna, they're like, ah, Canada's all right. They're, they're namby-pamby. And all of thus commands, get out of here. We'll drop bomb on New York because New York think they're very good and we are so very bad. We will crush them. I'm like, yes, I'm probably in the blast zone if that's the case. Because, my God, 
even if they drop one like on the west coast and like vancouver it's still gonna mess things up here in toronto but at least if you're on the west coast you're gone like you are an atomic shadow but everyone else this far away from vancouver and uh, british columbia you're, you're dealing with oh welted crops irradiated water and contaminated food so it's like hell so if a nuke's going off it better it better hit close to home is all i'm saying but thankfully my daddy put my my uh my worries to ease because he said oh no 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 kenny it's they don't have one nuke it's not like uh hiroshima it's not like the at the atom bomb it's not one flipping nuke this guy has dozens if not hundreds of nukes if he shoots those things, don't worry. They're going to scatter everywhere and wipe the whole planet out. I'm like, oh, thank the good Lord. <laughs> oh, had me worried there for a second. And you know how they say an eye for an eye makes the whole world go blind? I'm hoping, listen, listen, Biden, I was going to say Trudeau. I know Canada ain't got no nukes. We barely have tanks, all right? Like, we have uh, jets and shit from, like, the Wright Brothers days, okay? Um, so, yo, Biden, if this guy Putin, if he, if he's got the cojones to, to, sh- to fire off a couple nukes up your ass, up New York's ass, yes, Re- you better return fire. You better go, hey, yeah, yeah, some old old fashioned WW2 red, white, blue ass whooping back when I was 35 years old and serving we wouldn't take this shit laying down. Like, hold on there, President. Like, get get your get your puffer in there. Okay? Hang on. Hold on. Don't get too excited. Just press the button. You'll be fine. But I better do that. Everybody go eye for an eye. Oh, you want to fire 50 nukes off at me? Here's 150 at you. Wipe everybody and everything right off this wretched face of the planet. All right? Let's do that. And we'll start again. Rebuild with pandas. I mean, if, if reincarnation's a thing, I hope I'm not around for that. I hope I'm just dead, dead. But if I got to come back, I would definitely like to be a, an adorable panda. And if they have to be like the, the type that can speak, so be it. Oh, there's got to be an old Kenny Ho panda show in the year 3033, I'll tell you that much. And it's got to be riveting. But oh, this morning, I went and had myself two tons of bamboo my goodness, what a great morning. And then you know how now I'm like, you know, I, uh, I dream about Kristen Crook and stuff. If I'm a big old panda, I'm like, all right, like pandas are notoriously lazy. So lazy they ain't even trying to juke no chicks, you know? That's why there's only like a couple thousand of them left on this planet. They're like, man, I just want to have my bamboo and whatever else my zookeeper wants to feed me. Um, I don't need no broads, come on. Like, look how adorable I am. Like, I'm beloved. I don't, I don't need no chicks. So that's going to be amazing. I'm just going to be a big old panda and not give a shit about Kristen Crook Panda, you know? I mean, people are like, oh, yeah, do you see uh, Kristen Crook Panda? She's looking good, right? I'm like, I don't know. Give a shit. Where the hell is, where's my next meal at, zookeeper? I guess there would be no zookeepers in this. Like, like the zookeepers would be the attraction, right? It's like, oh, look at this. This is human. But I digress. Enough about this war. Just shows me the ugly side of human uh, humankind here. Oh my god, I, I've been brainwashed by sugar daddy. <laughs> Did I just say humankind and not mankind? That's right, Kenny. Be woke. Just like me.
I know you're not truly woke. You're like, do shit. Like, I'm pretty sure. I think his wife is like, come see, come saw. Look, you can't look like sugar daddy, have the wealth and like uh, power that he does and status that he does and not have like 47 side bitches, right? This guy definitely has hoes in different area codes. And it's not just 416 or the 647. It's everyone across the country and then into uh, the United States of America. You know that guy has like 14 bitches down in Miami alone, right? I would. I don't know his wife's name. I'm like, Justine. That'd be messed up, right? If it's Justin and Justine. I love myself so much. That was one of the prerequisites that my bitch, I mean, my lovely first lady of the House of Commons or whatever the hell it's called. It's kind of like me. I mean, she's there. As a trophy wife anyway, she's there so I get elected that I have a wife and kids. I don't even know my kids' names. They could be the mailman's kid for all I know. Curse you, mailman! All right, that's it. That's a wrap on 349. 349 proper, anyway. I think I'm going to call it... What is it good for? Makes sense, right? Um, But... I hope you enjoyed the episode because it might be the last for a little bit. Depending on when those nukes drop, this might be it forever. Um, uh, Unless I become a mutant and live forever. For the love of Christ. But I'm not that lucky. I suspect what will happen is uh, the world will just uh, be screwed up economically and then people like me and my generation are left to pick up the pieces. And pay like fifteen dollars for an apple for the next few years. I don't. I don't suspect the world to end because it's what I want, so it doesn't happen. But look at your life. When you want something, does it happen? But when you don't want something, always freaking happens, right? But I have a little announcement to make. Uh, this is the, my third attempt at uh, making this announcement. Uh, I literally have like two hours of footage of this announcement. Um. But I got rid of both because that's two hours of editing. And the announcement is uh, after 349 this episode, I'm going to take a little hiatus. I don't know how little. It could be days, weeks, or months. No way a year from now. What is it now? It's like March. I would assume prior to June. I would be surprised if this thing weren't weren't done by uh, April. But the idea is the break is so I make sure it's what I want to do. And what I want to do right now is uh, finally, after years of struggling, uh, not kill myself. That's not where I'm going with this. But uh, I think it's time to call it a day on the old Kenny Ho show. I think it's time to retire. And the reason, like, I, I'm, I'm par- in part joking because of the, the editing that I scrapped that stuff, but it's not fully. Because uh, the, first, the first take at it, I got a little emotional. I didn't know that was going to happen. Uh, you know how I do Kenny Ho Show. I want to do a Kenny Ho Show. I go on and do the Kenny Ho Show. Uh, so I didn't plan it out. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I, I should announce that um, 
the end is probably nigh. But at the time, I was like 90% sure. At this point, I'm 99.999% sure. Uh, 3.50 will be the last Kenny Ho show. But I'm giving myself the time just to make sure. Because, hey, things could change. Things change in literally a week or two since I, I took the first take at it. Uh, where I got emotional, I shouldn't be surprised because the Kenny Ho show, this is what I've been working towards. This is what I've been working at. Kenny Ho show is how I don't feel inferior. I'm bottom rung at any job I go to. Um, I don't, I'm not like a stud. I'm not as, uh, nearly as attractive as I once was. Um, but when it all boils down to it, I go, Hey, listen, I'm a talented guy. I have a good podcast. And someday this will be my rocket ship out of here. And I have, for the past nine years, done my absolute best to stick with it, stick to it. Because everybody tells me, if you, if you keep at it, good things will happen. It will happen for you. But as of this recording, the last episode of Kenny Ho Show, so 348, has one listen. And the episode before that started off with one listen. It's at two now. And I think the most listens I've had on these new Spotify episodes have been, uh, I think, five. Five listens. Same people. Somehow, the numbers are, in year nine, way worse than they were in year one. When it seemed like people couldn't get enough of Kenny Ho's show. And I'm telling you, I don't know what it is, but I think my show is better than it's ever been. I think I have grown... Uh, to do this much, much better. So yes, part of me wants to go, let's go hit 10 years, because who knows what's going to happen in year 10. But I, I have to be realistic. I'm not the smartest person in the world, but I don't think I'm a complete brain-dead idiot. I don't think for a second that one listen, two listens will continue throughout this one year. If I go one more year, I know the numbers will be better. It's it will circulate a little bit, right? Uh, people will come and find it. But I also don't think that number is 10,000. I don't think 10,000 people are going to find Kenny Hosho in this 10th year. Uh, and even 10,000 is not really enough. Because um, what I want to do, well, my dream has always been, I want to be, when I was young, I want to be an actor. More than anything, want to be an actor. I want to do movies like Princess Diaries. I want to do shows like Smallville. I want to do movies like Batman and Superman. Not that movie, not Batman versus Superman, but you know, like Batman movies and Superman movies. That's what I wanted to do. And at one point, I, I created Kyle Ma, the Cerberus, you know, my own character, because that's what I wanted to do. But I realized at some point, I just wanted to be in showbiz. You know, I'm good with being on radio. And I proved without a shadow of a doubt. No, I was like super damaged when I was in uh, radio school. Won't get into that, but you know, the point is, I was damaged. I was messed up. Yet I was one of the best. So talent-wise, I proved I belong in showbiz. And even though I, I'm not saying I have the best podcast on the planet. I'm not saying I'm nearly the most interesting person on the planet. I'm not the funniest, I'm not the smartest, 
But with that being said, I don't think I suck. I think my podcast is good for the amount of crap that is out there. That is successful. It is just baffling how little success I have. I mean, if you look at the top end and you look at Lily Singh, she sucks. Jimmy Fallon, he sucks. Not as bad as Lily Singh, but still he sucks. He's so annoying. And on the lower end of the spectrum, like YouTube and podcast success, I guarantee you, think about it right now. If you're someone who listens to a bunch of podcasts or have listened to a bunch of podcasts, you know there's a few out there that suck. I guarantee you, they have better numbers than I do. Because with one and two hits, it is almost impossible to not have better numbers than I do. I imagine there are some at zero. I do, like, that has to exist, right? There has to be somebody who is somehow rated even lower than I am. Uh, but they probably deserve it. I, I don't know. Shy of your podcast being like a legitimate racist, like, hate podcast. But, like, those ones, they're probably successful. Those ones probably have thousands of followers. They probably have a cult, uh, literal cult and figurative cult following. But there's definitely guys out there who probably really suck and, ha- and have really, really bad ratings in the form of zero. But I, there probably isn't too many of those. I, I'm sure it exists, but probably not too many at zero. So I'm thinking right now, Right this moment, realistically, episode 350 will be the final Kenny Ho show. Uh, I believe I'm hanging them up after that. And it sucks. Don't get me wrong. It's, uh, I'm trying not to get emotional here, uh, because I, I did expect to do the plan was I do Kenny Ho show right until I go meet my maker. Or the red guy downstairs, right? Either way, I was gonna... My plan was... I envisioned that I'd be on my deathbed surrounded by... Realistically, doctors and nurses. I, I ain't got... Kristen Crook's not gonna be there. There ain't gonna be like... Eight kids and like... 30 grandkids... That me and Kristen Crook had. It's not... That's not a thing. It's gonna be... Like a bunch of... Doctors and nurses and probably like a janitor to make sure uh, that, you know, when I soil myself, he's right there to throw the shit away. And the doctors and nurses aren't there because they care about me or they're fans of the show. They're like, nurse, wrestle that microphone out of this guy's hand. I'm sure this is uh, this opens up. This opens us up for litigation later. Pry it from his cold, dead corpse. And a, a small part of me did believe that someday it would happen for me. That, like, if you stick to it, it, it good things will happen. It, it's, if you got game, they'll find you. But nine years in, you gotta, you gotta sometimes cut your losses, right? You can't, you can't keep banging your head up against the wall, hoping that wall will fall down, right? Realistically, you're going to get a concussion. Well, if you're banging your head against the wall, you probably get a cracked skull and die from it. I may have just talked myself into doing five more years of the Kenny Ho show. You know, but like, all kidding aside, I, I am thinking, I have thought, I'm not thinking it now, but I have thought, ah, let's just go one more year. That gets me to 400. That's a better number than 350 as far as I'm concerned. Um, and it's 10 years, right? This is not year nine. If I go one more year, 
Uh, it'll get me to that decade mark. But I'm like, why? It doesn't mean anything. I would just be wasting one more year of my life. Because I'm not a money guy. I've never chased money. I've always been about happiness. I have uh, chased making a living. I've chased uh, making ends meet. But like to me, that's not chasing money. Chasing money is like, I want to be rich. I want to be well off. I know plenty of people like that. But I've always just been, oh, I, well, I, I need to like not live on the streets. That, I, hey, if, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at the record time. I'm getting a little long, so I'll cut to the chase. I firmly believe you should always chase dreams and not the money. And I'm not out to chase the money. At the very most, I'm going to try to make a living. Because the thing I worry about uh, a lot is not that my dad's proud of me or anything. I'd love I'd love to be a big star. I'd love to, uh, not because I'm interested in fame. I don't give a shit about fame. It's because I'm insinuating that fame comes with wealth. So fame comes with fortune. Fortune is what I want. I don't want the fame. Fame without fortune is just stupid. You're just an attention whore waiting for something bad to happen. Because if you're in the public eye, guys like me are going to be taking shots at you, right? And people are going to be actually like nasty about it. Uh, whereas I, I'm just screwing around, you know? Um, now I've taken so many cracks at this that I don't even know what I've said and haven't said, uh, like in this take. So if I'm repeating myself, you'll have to forgive me. Um, my dream has always been in showbiz basically, right? It was be an actor and I took myself out of that world then went down a road I highly, highly regret, but uh, that industry chewed me up and spit me out, and while I was laying on the side of the road, I was like, you know what, I would like to get back into show business. Because I'm like, I need to get back to school. Let me, let me like get back on course, right? So I went on Humber's website, did their like aptitude test, and they're like, radio is for you. I'm like, can I do radio? Like That's like for special people, right? Then I showed up, Sure, I was damaged as hell, but not only did I hold my own, I excelled. I was in first year, my class, I was the man. I was the best. And this was damaged me. I didn't have full use of all my faculties and abilities and stuff, but I was still the best. And so from that point on, I'm like, I belong in show business. I should be in show business. And my goal is to be in show business. Do I want to be in traditional radio? Hell no. I've told you the story, like, in some markets, like the small markets, 14 grand a year is, like, great pay. And they say, oh, it's because, you know, uh, the cost of living in a small market is different from Toronto. The the hell it is. It's totally not. I had a buddy who worked in uh, some small town in Ontario, and he's like, oh, yeah, well, there's no grocery stores because there's so few people. So you get everything from your convenience store. And, like, an apple is, like, $7. I'm like, oh, are you freaking kidding me? And rent's not cheap either, because I looked into this shit. Like, when I was uh, applying for jobs still, I would look at the job, of course, you know, first things first, make sure I send them a great demo, all that shit, my portfolio, whatever. But second thing is, uh, let's make sure that I can afford to take this job, Let's uh, I, that I can afford to live here. Because one of my professors used to tell us, he's like, yeah, you know, you have to... Uh, work part-time at the bar. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm not working part-time at the bar as a bartender. But then 
I realize, oh, 14 grand a year. And then you look at the rent. It's not cheap. Like I remember looking at at this place with a population of a few thousand people. The rent is still over a thousand dollars a month. Like, sure. Okay. Like in Toronto, to get an apartment, you're talking probably 1400 and up. But this was a few years ago. I wouldn't be surprised if the prices were the same. I remember at the time, I'm like, this might be like 100 or 200 cheaper than it is to live in Toronto. So if you're talking, you make $14,000 a year and rent is even at 1000 even. You're talking about twelve grand, and you don't get all fourteen grand. There's taxes and shit, right? So yeah, you would have to moonlight as a bartender. You probably make way better money bartending. Well, maybe not in a small town because like how many people are there, right? Even if everybody's a generous tipper. If you've got 15 patrons that night, it's not like you're walking home with uh, life-changing type of money. It's like, oh, okay, well, this is my groceries to pay for those goddamn $7 apples. What the hell with traditional radio? Those sons of bitches uh, kick me to the curb, too. But I've stuck with podcasting because I'm like, this is the future. This is, I don't know that traditional radio will like ever not be a thing, but it's certainly going to be severely mitigated by the podcasting market. Because think about it. Now you can listen to stuff you actually want to listen to. Like you don't have to wait around for songs you like. You can just go on your Spotify or your Apple Music. Or even YouTube and just look up the song that you like and you can play it until your face goes blue, right? And sure, there are some nice personalities like um, Ashley Greco and Reyna. Who, yeah, I would like to listen to them. But but them, if I listen to them once a year, I'm good. I got my fix. Whereas Tell Em Steve Dave, if there was 365 episodes of Tell Em Steve Dave per year, I would listen to it each and every day and never ever get sick of it. So for me, I... At this point in my life, the dream for the past few years has been have a beloved podcast that people can't get enough of, what Tell Em Steve Dave is to me, right? And have like 100,000 listeners so I can start selling the hell out and making a living doing it. That, that was, that's been the goal. Have a podcast that's beloved and huge that I can make a living at. And I don't believe it's possible at this point. I don't think it's going to happen for me. So it's time to cut my losses. It's not banging my head against the wall. Here, here's the way I look at it. It's like, I wouldn't throw myself at a woman. And as much fun as I have doing Kenny Ho Show and as satisfying as it is sometimes to get in a really good joke and have a really great performance, if given a choice, it's like, oh yeah, you can do Kenny Ho Show or like, to Kristen Crook. You better believe I'm all over Kristen Crook. And even if we're not going to that level, there's this girl, uh, this beautiful Italian girl uh, at work. And so, you know, whatever, like, I didn't make my move or whatever, but, I, you know, I talked to her, tried to, you know, uh, put my name in the hat, but she's clearly not down. So I'm just like, all right, I'm, I'm gone. That's it. That's fine. Not gonna, not gonna keep throwing myself at you. I think she's a great girl. I would love to be her friend. Um, but even that I'm not pushing for. If she's not down, she's not down. Physically, she's not missing out on anything. There's no doubt in my mind she's not missing out on anything. Uh, the way she looks, she can get guys that look a billion times better than me. Uh, it's not that hard to get someone who looks better than 
old homely old Kenny, right? But um, personality-wise and how good I would be to her, I think she'd be missing out. But who even cares, right? It doesn't matter. I'm not the package she wants, and that's fair. That's, you know, that's what she wants to do with her life. And the same thing goes for here, right? I can't keep throwing myself at an audience that just doesn't want me. Much like this girl where I'm like, sure, bitch, your choice. You're missing out. But that's your life. You can do what you want to do with it. Same situation here. As far as I'm concerned, I have the attitude now, whereas anyone who doesn't want to listen to the Kenny Ho show is a goddamn idiot as far as I'm concerned, especially the ones who used to listen, but were like, nah, downloading Spotify is too much work. Eat my shorts, jabroni. Goddamn idiot. And that's just it. That's all I need to say about it. Would I love to be in show business? Absolutely. That's what I think I'm built for. At this point in my life, yeah, I think I deserved and continue to deserve a lot more good to happen to me to have some of the experiences that I actually want to have an experience. But whatever. Life's not fair. Life's a bitch and then you die. So I'm, I'm ready to uh, take this, this step and be like, hey, you know, I gave it a go. I gave it because I walked away from acting too fast. Don't get me wrong. Can't sit around regretting it. Nothing I can do about it, right? But because of that mistake, I stuck with podcasting for nine whole years. And there are plenty of people who suck, but have way more to show for their whatever. Not saying they haven't put in time. There's one kid, there's no way that kid put in time because this kid was like 12 years old. He was like a 12-year-old black kid. All he did was just make noise on his YouTube channel. Over a million followers, over a million subscribers. I'm like, I don't understand. I'm lost. And there's plenty of people like that. Plenty of people who suck, but they're beloved within their own communities. You know, not go down in history, but I'll just be part of the statistic. I'll be one of these people who has the talent, has the juice, but... Just never made it. Just never maybe got a proper shot or whatever. And that's it. Just gotta, you know, be strong and get through it. I did my part. I did a good show for the better part of nine years. I pushed the envelope as far as I could push it. Hell, I even risked... You know how, like, these days... You can get canceled, not even like just being in entertainment. You could be a, a, like a plumber and like tweet something that like one person doesn't like and you can end up getting fired for it. Knowing all this shit, I still have continued to do this Kenny Ho show, not censoring myself, not slowing down with uh, any of the uh, politically incorrect things. Um, being like, well, this is what I want this podcast to be. I want to be able to say the things that everybody's thinking. I want a place where people can come and I want to show that people can actually relate to. But I think it's time to call it a day on that because there's so many jobs out there for like full-time gigs. Like the job I have now, it's a great place, but it's, uh, it's part-time, you know? And I'm a grown-ass man. I can't keep working... Sure, I usually add, add a second one, but you know, since uh, my hand's been messed up, uh, borderline crippled, 
and like with the lockdowns and stuff i haven't added a second job but i guess that's coming but part of me just wants to just straight up go get a full-time job and i don't want to get like a nice cushy situation just uh to have kenny hosho pop up and be like so what did you say about any number of group i was just gonna like name any one group it's like no i've talked shit about like every single group right so i wouldn't want to like lose a nice cushy it's not gonna be a cushy job it'll just be like something i can uh make ends meet and like just run out the clock or whatever right so the more i talk about this it sounds like 350 will be the final episode but um probably won't be for a little bit i don't want to make that decision too soon but with that being said it will also take time because if i'm going out if 350 is the last one this is gonna be the i can't say it's the biggest episode of the kenny ho show because 300 will took place over three parts in like three weeks and took me like three months to do um and i don't plan on doing something that crazy again but i wouldn't be surprised if it were two hours long and as a listener, you shouldn't be surprised if all your favorite bits and characters made an appearance. Also, don't be surprised if most of your favorite bits and, uh, and characters don't make an appearance. It's going to be what it's going to be, but there will be effort. Um, it'll probably be similar to a milestone show, because this is the milestone to end all milestones, literally. <laughs> this 350. Right this moment, as I'm talking, it's going to be the end. It will be the final episode of the Kenny Ho Show, and it's going to be a big one. Two people will listen to it, but that's why it's going to happen. That's why it's going to end, because I can't keep doing this. Chase dreams. Yes, if you're one of two people listening, chase your goddamn dreams. Never give up on your dreams. Unless that dream is to do the Kenny Ho show, then after nine years, definitely give up on it because there is such a thing as uh, banging your head against the wall. Well, I hope you've had a, a great time over the past 349 episodes. One more to go. And I'll be a few, probably a few weeks. Nah, realistic. It, it, there's no way I'm doing it like by the end of this month I, I do want to play it out see how life goes for a while and then i'll see how life goes without doing kenny ho show every week and then make a decision and if it is going to be the last one it's going to take time right so until then until the finale you take care of yourself and we'll talk then that's a wrap on episode 349 of the Kenny Ho Show. I'll talk to you next time. Toodles!